Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Saturday, July the 25th. Hope this finds you all staying safe and staying sweaty at the same time. We are talking relationship tips today. 17 of them, if we can get through them all in this episode. And for that, I have my wife, Heather Scott, back on the podcast. So, Heather, welcome back. Thanks for having me back. How are we doing today? Doing good. Got in an early run this morning before it got really hot out. And yeah, just uh, ready to talk about relationships. <laughs> one day at a time. One day at a time. <laughs> yeah, focusing on one day at a time right now. Um, before we jump into the podcast, uh, this episode is brought to you by our peeps over at Orchard Canyon on Oak Creek, which is located in Sedona, Arizona. If you guys have never been, it is one of the most unique, beautiful places on the planet, in my opinion. Uh, These guys were kind enough to have us there um, earlier in the week. It is essentially 17 little cozy uh, cabins, and they have 10 acres of organic gardens and orchards, and it's kind of just tucked away uh, in this little hidden gem in Sedona, which Sedona by itself is amazing, but it is definitely off the beaten path there in Oak Creek. Uh, We had this you know, very old school Ron Swanson type uh, little rustic cabin right literally on the creek. We could hear it uh, the entire time we're there, uh, socially distanced from basically the entire world. Uh, something I thought was super cool, and I know you It was did as beautiful, well. yeah. And it's um, north of Sedona, and it's up in the canyon, higher elevations, so you get a lot cooler temperatures up there. So it was like 60s at night and like 80 during the day, and we got some rain. It just felt so refreshing to get out of the city and have some peace and quiet. And the food was amazing. Like he said, it's um, more farm to table, a lot of organic produce that they incorporate. Since their restaurant is closed currently, they serve you breakfast and dinner directly to your cabin, which is awesome. And we just really had a great time just disconnecting and... um, just getting out of town, getting out of the house. <laughs> and the hiking, too. And the hiking. You're so close to Sedona, so you can choose to do all the Red Rock trails. Or you can go through the forest and the pines up in the canyon along the creek. And you're also close to Flagstaff, so you can choose to go up even further, um, higher elevation to Flagstaff if you prefer that so it's just a great location and i highly recommend anybody that would like to check it out yeah it's uh obviously if you guys look at our stuff on instagram uh, facebook just the the hike that we did alone the couple of them around just the places again all easy stuff to get to and obviously if you want to put in the work um you get some pretty unique views and uh, there's really not a bad view in sedona but if you're willing to kind of venture off the beaten path uh you definitely get to see some unique things. When we were hiking, there's literally no other people out there. There was like a pink Jeep tour that takes a different There was route, a few pink Jeep tours, but again, no it was cars in the parking lot. weekday. It was weekday. We saw a couple people hiking um, when we first started. But yeah, each day it was, it was great because we felt completely isolated and we had the trails to ourselves. So yeah, definitely recommend part. it. Uh, if you guys want to check them out, it is Enjoy Orchard Canyon uh, on Instagram. And then I think if you stay there, 
during the week, which I would recommend. I'm not a huge, I think Sedona's great, but honestly, uh, on the weekends, it can get super gnarly. Because now it's like, again, like the, the downtown area is touristy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is not my favorite. Some of you guys, mm-hmm. if you're into that, that's obviously cool. But you can stay at other places too, like West Sedona. Um, there's definitely resorts outside of the downtown area that are more secluded too for sure yeah so if you guys want to check out uh, orchard canyon i think if you use the code jeremy uh they'll give you guys a discount anytime you stay sunday through thursday which is pretty cool um and yeah i definitely would recommend it if you're into kind of the log cabin living which i've been addicted to that during this whole season of life that seems to be never ending i would definitely check them out so that was our earlier in the week for sure and so these are basically 17 relationship tips since we have been in a relationship for gosh almost 12 years i was thinking about it today i'm like well i think time. i feel like we can talk about it and give good advice since we're not newly married and we've been in a relationship for about 12 years so we have over a decade of experience yes <laughs> Good, bad, and ugly, all right. in between, wrapped mm-hmm. and mixed up. No so. one's perfect. No relationship's perfect. No, and the people that say that are you should be scared of them. Yeah, they're full of shit <laughs> and uh, maybe serial killers. They're just, they're just not normal, uh, most definitely. But uh, we'll go down the list here. Uh, the full seventeen. Obviously, you guys who are married or have been married or thinking about it anywhere in that range, or hopefully. just dating. Yeah, I guess that would fall under thinking yeah. about being married, probably. Not that you have to get married. Yeah, just... Just be life partners. Mm -hmm. It all works. It's really all the same to me. But uh, we'll go down the list. We'll get through as many as we can and uh, send all of you guys on your way. So the first one, um, just remember your commitment, I guess, the most basic primitive thing there is, right? Yeah, I think, you know, just remember the why from the very beginning, what attracted you to that person why did you fall in love? Um, how did you kind of like what was the beginning of the story of your relationship and how it's evolved and focusing on the positives of how you grew together and um, just really why did you decide to be in the relationship in the first place and really tried to break break it down and focus on bringing you yourself back to that question like why are you in this committed relationship i think is so important to to talk to ask each other and, and if you don't know ask yourself. then maybe you shouldn't be <laughs> together anymore yeah uh but again people change obviously over time and i think that's something you have to understand too like and that's why i say like it has to be more than you know when you're young it's like oh this person's attractive and that you know it gets you so far but uh you know that can't be the only thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think like if you're married, remembering your vows and, but if you're not married, just rem- just why did you decide to spend your lifetime with this person? Yeah. And I would say the most simplistic, you know, primitive thing is do they make you happy? Like, are you happy, you know, being around them more often than not? There's days where obviously, you know, like this morning <laughs> where I was being immature and just being a baby and you're like you were you're really good at talking me kind of out of it out of a mood um 
but I can be very moody and difficult. And you can be difficult in your own ways, too. Oh, yeah. We're all the way that we are wired, yeah. for sure. Um, but, yeah, you just have to ask yourself in the macro, not the micro, right? Like, so if you want to nitpick each day, there's probably moments each day where we're all kind of assholes. But in the overall big picture, you know, are you happier being with that person than not being with that person? And that's probably the, one of the biggest driving factors of, you know, why you do or don't stay with somebody or at least it should be in my opinion Mm -hmm. number two don't ever stop trying (laughs) that's it i mean that's any any consistency with anything i think is is probably the key and what i mean is like you shouldn't have to wake up every day and it's like okay i'm trying to hold this thing together with you know a bubble gum and silly string but also you have to understand like you know every day you have to make an effort to make you a better person so people want to you know, be around you. That's it. Like, yeah, we can say like, be yourself and, and being yourself works unless yourself sucks. And you had to you looking yourself in the mirror and be like, Hey, here's are my character flaws. Here's are their character flaws. But you have to try to make stuff work if you really want to be with another human. Cause we're all so uniquely different. I agree. You just constantly need to learn more about yourself, about your relationship, how you can grow, how you can grow as a couple and evolve together and just what does that look like and communicate that and also um it's it's just a decision that you have to make every day and it's can be really difficult some days but you just have to put in that effort otherwise it will fail <laughs> well yeah and you have to be i think supportive and this is any team i think of a relationship like a team like any team you've ever played on whether it be a sports team uh, your corporate work team, any anything you've ever been involved in where you need another human, which is basically m- most of life, like you have to be supportive of each other and their goals and what you want to do, but also you got to be able to challenge them and call them on their bullshit when they're not doing as much as you know they're capable of. And I don't know where you guys draw the line with that, but we all have that somewhere. Yeah. And I think you and I have always done that in our relationship, even from the very beginning in our 20s. It was like you, it's like you identify each other's weaknesses and strengths, and then you help each other achieve and evolve and grow in those areas and push each other and challenge each other again, but in a supportive way. For sure. And it's not a, when I say that, I don't mean it's not like a comparison thing. Like, you can't say, oh, well, so-and-so does this, so I can do this, or so-and-so does that, so you should do that. Like, that's not what it is. It's the, the person as the individual, and that's you, like, knowing another human. I don't think most of us know a lot of other humans, but it's like when you live with somebody for a decade, you tend to kind of know, like, who they are and what makes them happy, even if they don't really realize it themselves. Like or they, they lo- lose sight of it. Yeah. Like for you, like for example, like there's certain things like you would say back in the day, like, oh, this is what I really want. And I'm like, you, I just would let it go. But I'm like, that's not really what you want. Like that's yeah. not really what makes you the happiest. And th- there's there's times where you can challenge it and there's times where you just kind of like, you just let it go until it, it becomes a thing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. At least for us anyway. Which brings me to number three. Communicate respectfully. Yeah, communication is key. (laughs) I mean, it's the most important skill I think you can have in life, and that's for any job or any organization or any team you're a part of. But uh, we, at our house, we say use your words. 
because sometimes you don't yeah want to um or if you're the person who is not neither do you like sometimes you i could just tell it's like on your something's on your mind but you just well and you're just like constantly just like staring off in space and i'm like hey you need to talk about it there's a fine line as a man where you don't want to be like a whiny asshole but, but you also have to let out your true. emotions because it's so healthy. I go the more madman route. Just kind of swallow it. Um, but I will talk though too. We don't go to sleep angry though. Like that's what I will not do. Yeah. You will be more inclined to walk away and slam a door. Mm. I'm not about and that. Lock you I'm out. Not, I'm not about that life because <laughs> I'm like, what is that going to solve? It just delays I the know. inevitable. And I'm like, if there's an issue, like let's just solve. But it. sometimes I just have to gather myself and be alone before we resolve an issue yeah kind of, <laughs> kind of i don't know what you do i don't know we're all built different but the the key is you have to communicate and respect wrong. each other you know constantly communicate let out your emotions and what's on your mind don't hold it in listen to each other uh, i think that's a huge one don't just keep having it fester and build up because then it's just going to turn into an even bigger issue so talk about it, create a plan, you know, and then solve, figure out how to solve it together. And like you said, don't go to bed angry. <laughs> no. Because life is too short. It's too precious. Yeah. Especially now, I think, and you understand, like, this is the only person who probably understands you or knows you because they live with you, you know, essentially 24-7. And on the same note, don't transfer your anger. And people do this all the time. We do it as children. We manifest it in a different way. So we're hungry or we're thirsty or we're tired. And as a kid, like you cry and you whine and you act like an asshole. As an adult, you might not cry like physically and scream, but you'll act like an idiot. And so you're mad about your job situation. You're mad about your family. You're mad about uh, insert 19 different things. And then you'll take it out on your partner. Um, and you can't do that. So you have to get to the root of like what's really bothering you. And that takes some self-awareness on your part and then not to lash out at the people closest to and you. And I think that's the hardest one for me to overcome because <laughs> I tend to do that. And it's like we don't have family that lives here. And sometimes I'm like, I wish it would be nice to just if say we just needed to I needed to vent so I could just run over and go talk to my sister or my mom or stay over at their house right we don't have that which on the flip side I think it's really benefited us because at a very young age you know we both moved away from our families lived moved to Arizona met each other moved in together and then it was like okay it's just you and I we have to figure this out we other than like friends you could but I I feel like early on I I as you get older, I feel like I've trusted my friends more to to talk about certain things. But well, they become like your family, right? But in the beginning, you know, you're maybe you're too nervous to talk about your friends of the issues you have in your relationship or whatnot. And so, I think early on, it was like we just had to figure this out together, and we didn't have anybody to go run and cry too <laughs> no but I think, other than like talking on the phone and and i think when you're young though too you you're full of shit like you're too scared to say things to your friends like oh 
we don't agree on this or our relationship isn't perfect and people are like afraid to do that when they're younger oh for sure i was and i'm like it's so it's such nonsense because you want everyone to think you have the perfect relationship and you know nothing's wrong i don't even know what that would look like though when people say that like would you want to have a a relationship where like you never have a disagreement i know like you never argue you're never wrong how is that even possible it would be like going to the casino and always winning i know at some point it'd be like well i know i'm gonna win i already know the outcome so there's no suspense there's no anything there's no growth there there's no you learn no coping skills i just don't understand like the putting the facade of that up makes zero sense to me i agree number four uh always be flexible uh, just try to respect each other's time, values, priorities, hobbies, passions, or each person's process is the way that I think yeah, about it. Yeah, what you do for work, you know, what your dreams are. Your hobbies, your individual, you know, the things that make you you, which may not match up with your partner, but it's part of who they are or it's part of their process. You just have to either appreciate it and be part of it or tolerate it, I guess. Yeah. Because we each do different things. Like, the way that you do things around the house is different than I would do them. Right. And, like, the way that you blast country music, like, I <laughs> do that, and it's terrible. But I tolerate it because I'm being flexible. Because you're a good partner, a good husband. Yeah, but it's painful, man. It's painful. Well, same with me, tolerating My all the things that annoy me that you do. It's hard to tolerate greatness, I understand. Oh my gosh, that's what I'm talking about. Yep. So, (laughs) number five, uh, curiosity saves couples. So I think for this one, it's like, you know, go on adventures together. That can be like exploring anything new together. I think that keeps the relationship alive and exciting. So it could be a new restaurant. Obviously, right now it's difficult. Um, new, any new, new takeout, maybe. new activities, new food, new, um, hobbies that you can try together. Um, anything that it could be something so simple, just like a new show to watch together right now, <laughs> but something that unsolved mysteries. No, what are we on now? Cold case files. Cold case files. Um, but finding things that maybe one person's curious about and then you can get the other person to also want to share that with you. I think it's so important and makes it fun and new and exciting. Yeah, I think spontaneous stuff is, you know, needed or just things that are... even it doesn't, Again, it can be small pivots in your daily life of what you do. Uh, things like... You know, for us, hey, let's go play basketball this day. And as, you know, remedial as that sounds, it's different than the normal routine of, like, work and life for us. Or go ride our bike. Or do something together that maybe we typically do separately. Or, A, do a podcast together. Like, Mm -hmm. for us, it can be anything. You guys are going to have your own unique things. Which I think ties into number six, which is be willing to, you know, grow and learn. um, And just be, you know, honest with yourself and your partner about, like, what what you need and what you want to do be open and a lot of people struggle with that for sure it's hard and that can be everything like across the board like hey here my goal is this and my vision is this and you know we are similar for the most part you're more the end game and i'm more like just playing the game how are you gonna get there yeah like you'll say a lot of things and it's great i always focus on the results 
but then it's what it takes to get the results is where like that's where i like to start from and like most people will say hey i want to live here and do this i'm like that's super cool i'm like well how are you going to get there or like, like when you were like i'm gonna start my own business over 10 years ago that was a really challenging time for our relationship and we were so young i was what 20 three 24 maybe and you were yeah and uh I think we from that point on we really started to work on growing and learning about ourselves and our relationship we wrote down personal goals we took action steps like going to even more of like a marriage personal development conference and eventually like later on um list we would share different podcasts or books that could help you know couples or people that are starting their own business and things like that that we could support each other and learn together i think was very important i mean yeah we spent a lot of uh time in resources doing things like that like from i mean i've been to everything uh in reality and we've been to a lot of stuff together from uh you know tony robbins to the ramsey stuff to hogan to christy wright or you name it um and then again about 100 audiobooks a year i do typically and then we both have individual podcasts that we listen to but what we did is we became friends with a lot of these people like our circle of friends became like people you can talk having to. mentors i think is so important of all ages and friends of all ages and you can on the people we've met here in this our JSF community it's like a family so I think that was very important the husband the the couples um that come here but also the individuals and you don't even have to be in a relationship but anyone that you can learn from that has different life experience from you and and um or can support you in your own career and and just different goals that you have in life. I think it was really beneficial and still is to this day for us. Yeah, and I think if you guys want to be on the same page and you want to not have arguments about stupid things, like listening to people who have done it before you or have done it similar to you, like whether it's our friends now, you know, that are in our same range, like Jeff and Emily or Ashley and Steve or Brittany and those guys, like they're in our circle, but like here... The people like were like the Brent Orms of the world. Where like this guy runs his own business, his wife has a career. I learn a lot of things from him. Or the Mike D's of the world. Like you learn from the people around you that a a lot of them have done it way longer than me. So like, hey Jeremy, here's what I don't do. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because like I got a young kid, Jacob here. What is he? Twenty five, twenty six. I think so. Something like that. And he would say he would make comments here in the group. Well, you know. When I get married, this is how it's going to be. And I'm like, bro. You have a lot to learn. You don't even know. Like, in every dude here's face. Love him. Who's older than me. Like, I'm talking dudes who are 45, been married for 20 years. Like, dude, you're so confused. Mm -hmm. And my point is, is that in those scenarios, you just listen to people who have done things before you. And that's, I think, one of the best ways you can learn. And surround yourself with people if you don't have that right now, create it and surround yourself with people who inspire you, whether that's, you know, their relationship, their family, their career, how they're doing life that, and 
make sure that you make those connections and build that network because it is so important to have that support group and um, you can learn a lot from Their from having people in your life that you you can eventually build your own life and and just to kind of take their advice and their feedback and their experience learn from the mistakes right so if they tell you everything's perfect run from those people as fast as possible uh next one uh stop invalidating um for a lot of people the emotional invalidation is a frequent uh negative thing uh, in in relationships most negative force (laughs) i wouldn't use the word force but yeah it's like star wars nonsense uh but it occurs when when you discount your partner's feelings and implying you know uh, the simple phrases of like you're crazy or you're stupid or or a combination of those things i think we're all guilty of doing that oh for sure at some point and sometimes you're probably right like if you're like you're acting crazy check yourself (laughs) but if you are acting crazy then i don't know how else you say it but when you're not though that's what we're talking about um you know, and obviously name calling is never ideal. So calling somebody stupid, and but people's, you know, their people's feelings are their feelings. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you know, you can question it, but you can't invalidate it. Like you can ask, why are you sad? Like why, why for example, when I get homesick because I'm missing my family, it's like don't discount my like don't jeremy discount my feelings which you don't you're always very supportive and i really appreciate that because it is a very sensitive topic for me and so i just have to let him know like hey you want to go go home (laughs) i know and i usually you know we'll book a trip but right now it's making things really difficult so i've been more emotional about that even today and so it's like just having him listen to me makes me feel better and just letting me vent and maybe some tears are coming out and I'm feeling kind of you know just sad and so it's like just respecting your partner and not and just letting them have those emotions and validating it like you know I understand that you're going through a hard time because this is a hard time in life right now and we don't have family around so I'm here for you and we will figure it out, you know. And so that's, I think, very important in a relationship. For sure. And not just brushing it off as, mm-hmm. like, you know, nonsense. Because, again, you feel how you feel. Like, if I tell you something like, hey, I feel stressed or I feel tired or I feel, you know, whatever it may be, like, that's me openly communicating, which is one of the most important things you can do. And the, one of the worst things, especially... I think it's both ways. Women are probably more inclined to share the, the real shit than dudes because dudes still have a hard time with it. That's just how I think we're wired mm-hmm. DNA-wise. I don't have the beta in front of me to back that up, but I, I, that's how I feel as a man. So if a, if a man is saying something, hey, I feel this way, and then you as a female are like, ah, you're just you know being an idiot or you're being crazy like that's probably one of the worst things you can do because then that dude is never going to say shit again and i think it it works the same way if your wife is telling you hey and and sometimes as a dude i think you're too stupid to listen to it so just like shut your mouth and just listen though hey i feel homesick because of whatever and then you can draw the conclusion from there but just to like try to brush it off is probably one of the worst things you can right it's like putting yourself in 
each that other person your partner's shoes and trying to look at it from their perspective I think is so important and that's something that like we've worked on empathy over the years empathy and just understanding which I feel like you and I both have that it's hard for people to trait um it's hard to do it for everybody mm -hmm. all the time but if you can do it for your partner I think it's you just have to because you have to and it makes you closer and more intimate I believe when you can share I do it at our house. I'm like, imagine if you... And I'm like, imagine this person. And I like basically describe myself. And I'm like, how would you feel? I know. <laughs> I'm like, imagine if you had to do this. And like, what would you do? You know, I do that with a lot of people. I do it with Monica, though. I ask her the same thing. I'm like, what would you do? Because mm-hmm. I just want to make sure I'm not crazy. So yeah. That's you validating. Maybe I'm not completely insane. Um, but that's an important one. Uh, next one. Number eight. Um, <laughs> Another be- important one. <laughs> Be open about your finances. Right, because obviously money is one of the biggest it's the number issues. One. It's number number one. one in a marriage or a relationship. His money fights and money yeah. problems and money worries and issues. So this is common sense to me. Um, Something that we both have worked on and continue to make effort. And I have really tried over the years and will continue to make an effort because it does it once you can figure it out together as a couple you eliminate so many issues and and arguments you know that really don't need to happen because you're not on the same page but once you are it's like so much better (laughs) it makes it easier it's well it's common sense right like so if you look at if if you want if you said hey i want to be super fit and healthy and that was your goal you would look at the biggest things that healthy people do and then you would basically model that behavior like we talked about before if you wanted to say okay what are the biggest things that you know are the biggest health concerns in america you would start to understand like okay heart disease is the number one killer of all people so you would start to look at those things and say okay how do i work on not doing this but doing this so if you're a married couple or if you're a couple who's going to be married or whatever it is and obviously once you're married i think you should combine all of your money together so you all share it as one the separate accounts bullshit being married i think is a recipe for disaster that's not me judging that's just common sense here you can look at the data there's a ton of it that supports it so what i'm saying to you is when you you look at those things and say if we know the number one cause of people splitting up and hating each other is money fights and money infidelity which is also a thing you should both get on the same page and say, okay, we're going to share accounts. We're going to budget. We're going to communicate. We're going to be honest. Like, I come from a very fiscally responsible background. My old man is like the most probably responsible money human I know. Um, and again, when you grow up broke, I think that's just naturally what most yeah. broke people do unless you go the other way and buy fancy shit, which clearly I... I did not go that route. <laughs> so my point is like when we are together and we are going to be married, like, you know... I won't share every story um, of you doing maybe not money things I would have done. So we would go to... I used credit cards way more man, back in the day. Credit cards. <laughs> yeah. I just, there's a dangerous and game, kids. And I had shopping problems that I really didn't realize the damage it was doing early on. You weren't completely transparent. Right. We, we lived in our... We weren't married, though. No, relationship is built on trust. So once you can completely be honest and trust each other... I'll share the story, right? Yeah, I'll share it. Can I share it? Sure. Yeah, so we're not... 
so we do it everything backwards. So I'm not telling you to do that either. You can look at the data points, how you choose to get married. We lived together for a long time before we got married. Um, did all the married stuff, but just weren't married yet. Uh, that was easier for us and how we logically think about it in our brains. So we're living together. And I remember because you're in your office and you like told me like, yeah, this, was it just a credit card or is it a Nordstrom card? It was a credit card. I had a Nordstrom card too, but the one that was... Substantial. Yeah. And it was like... It was like 15000 bucks. Yeah. And I'm like, you should have seen my face. Like, I don't rarely get mad, like, for real. Like, I probably have not been that mad in a long time. This is when we were engaged. Yeah. We're because like, we bought our house. We're in our 20s. And, and we made a... Like, at that point, I was like, if I'm going to buy a house with you, then... Were we even engaged yet? I don't think so. Yes, because if we were going to buy a house together, remember, having the conversation well, we in the owned, condo... We owned our house, though, for a long time before we were engaged. I engaged you in our in our house. Okay, yeah, but I remember having the conversation when we were going to buy a house that okay, this is going to lead to yeah, us we weren't being yet, married I think in the near was, future. Because I think this was before that. I yeah. think you had done this before that. Because I don't know if I would have got engaged to you. If I thought you were <laughs> going to take all, all the money I didn't have. Uh, I had my own career. I was making yes. money, so don't act no, like... No, I didn't have any money. <laughs> now I'm older and I'm established, but back in the day I was broke as shit. My point is, is like you had a credit card that you didn't tell me about. We were like living together, but not sharing all the same stuff. Yet. So right. we're not married. And so it is your right to do this. And it was like 15000 bucks, And I'm like, I was so pissed. Like I could have just... You could have been an unsolved mystery um, <laughs> at the time. And I, I remember that. And you had... It was like this bonus you got at work which is like a huge bonus, basically paid off the entire thing. And that's what we did with it. Yeah. And that was like the last of your debt completely. And after that, then we started doing like, okay, I'm going to take you to, you know, a Dave Ramsey event. We sat at Chris, like a retired... A retired inspired conference, which I can't believe at 27. I was 27. You were 29. Yeah. Um, Sat front row, the whole thing. But I learned so much and it helped me understand what I want my life goals to be and how I will work towards those goals and what I want my retirement life to be. And and just your daily life. like if not. And then we obviously made the decision, you guys know, to pay off our house, which happened a month before this shit show <laughs> pandemic started, which, you know, I've said this before, and I'm not really, but it's like I'm the unluckiest lucky person. If that makes sense. Like, it, it just kind of all fell into place. But it's obviously over 10 years of being responsible, even even more so than that. The point is, is that we made the choice to to not be in debt. We made the choice to go to these conferences and learn about money. We made the choice to, you know, live beneath our means to... Meet with a financial advisor. You do that. I need to be better. Yeah. About. But again, I do it for us. Like, yeah. Brian knows all about You constantly stuff. meet with your financial advisor, especially when you start a business. I think it's smart, too. Yeah. And a CPA, and they communicate with each other. And mm-hmm. so I try to, when I talk to them, you know, they're going to know more than me because that's what they do for a living, just like if they came and talked to me about fitness. But... I can understand enough to be dangerous and then just have them to walk us through the steps and say, hey, man, here's what I want my life to look like and here's what we want our life to look like and here's how long we, you know, and again, all these things can change. And The point I'm driving at is we're on the same page. We're a team. We didn't want to be in debt. We don't want to have a ton of payments. We don't want to leverage it to try to 
have a bunch of shit we really can't afford. I'm not judging anybody who does. If you're happy with your life and you can sleep at night, that's all that matters. And we are very similar in that way of where we weren't willing to, you know, stress about money and fight about it and lie about it to each other. Cause I'm like, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to live a life like and that. And I think it's so, it just, you, it's not an equal partnership when you, when you're hiding things like that or you, someone is, only responsible for the finances because then it's just going to make the other person feel inadequate or um, disrespected. It's financial infidelity. Yeah. It's like if you were, if I, if you, if I came home tomorrow and you're like, Hey Jeremy, I ran up $30,000 in a credit card. Like, I mean, I literally, I mean, literally like it puts you in the trunk of my car. Cause it's like, you're putting that other yeah. person at risk. Well, it, it'd be no different. And risking than- your life that you've created together and the years that you've spent with that person like if you did that or if i did that to you it'd be no different than me hooking up with some chick or you meeting some dude it's fidelity yeah. you're cheating on that person yeah it's not sexual but it's financial you're mm-hmm. lying like you're being openly deceptive like i like there's no way you could trust me if i came imagine if i came home and i was like hey heather i've been using credit cards <laughs> I, I got a hundred thousand dollars in debt yeah you would murder me mm-hmm. i would you'd leave me for sure yeah. Because I just messed up. Like, there's no, like, I don't see how you couldn't. Like, and vice versa. Like, there's no way I'd be like, like you lie and lose. I mean, I, just, I would lose it. So. Number nine. Yes. Be. We could talk about. Talk about your money. Together. We could talk about that for a whole nother podcast. But number nine. Prioritize sex. Yeah. Make it a priority. Talk about it. Make sure you make the time for it because. Schedule it. It's just so healthy on a relationship. And it's can be, again, like this season of life has a been stress reliever. Right. And it's it's a weird season of life. It's very difficult. So make time for that in your relationship. I know. And talk about it. Like we have to and we schedule it a lot because like we can get so busy right now. It's just, like I have a lot of downtime now. But, yeah. <laughs> but you're or you're just or you're just like stressed and you feel weird. And I think it's okay not to You're feel, distracted with everything going yeah. on. But yeah. that's still a part of, it, of what you do. It's what connects you. you. Yes. It connects you mentally. When you met each other at the bar, that's what you were thinking about. Like that's the number one. That driver. was more physical, I think, in the beginning. But sure. it really strengthens your relationship, your connection. Um, Otherwise, you're just roommates. It adds fun and excitement. So just make that a priority. It's healthy. Yeah. And if you're not doing it, it's unhealthy. Uh, in our expert opinion on that next one um go on date nights which that's been a struggle bus for us right now (laughs) we kind of do but again we just do like it's like day dates yeah we've been doing a lot of day dates because we haven't been going to restaurants um unfortunately like together since march yeah it's actually really sad we went to one in march in march april april it was like in Sedona, but um, outside we haven't been going to our oh. regular spots here locally, which is really sad. Um, we'll but again, stuff, when but. when you were now we're closed again, but when we were open, it's like you don't want to put everybody, all our members, at risk if we're out and about places. So it's very, it was very difficult to kind of live our normal life well, yeah. because we felt ultimately responsible for everybody that's coming in here. Yeah, like I'm not, you know. Again, I don't ever want to be sick. I'm not worried about getting it and dropping dead. Like, yeah. That's not my concern. And Same uh, here. Uh, everybody listening, like, I don't take it lightly 
but if it kills me that's what is supposed to happen in my life that's kind of how i live my life i go i don't want to give it to 10 other people i don't want to be responsible for that shit for somebody who can't probably you know fight it off if that's the thing and on top of that too the experience isn't the same it's not the same and right so now. i'm happy to do, do like pick up stuff and, and support yeah businesses. and that's what we've been doing is like ordering to go from our favorite places still and supporting them and taking it back home and kind of having a you know patio not right now because it's In, hot indoor now patio but um <laughs> but before yeah like a picnic outside yeah. or now just you know what if they're the day dates like if it's like we go paddle boarding or hiking or if we go sh- shoot hoops or whatever we choose to do go like, on an adventure together something that is outside of just you living the normal life i think is important and then obviously when the world is not such a dumpster fire go do those things and again it can be travel any, eventually yeah <laughs> Whenever they let us, when they let us dirty Americans yes. back in to wherever, and they respect us again. Yeah, <laughs> what a just a mess right now. Um, then eleven, uh, which ties in everything we've said, just being on the same page and you guys working towards individual goals. I do think, but also common goals that you have, and then you can have a dreamer like a Heather probably, and then uh, just a a tactical person like myself very logical well i just want to know how we're gonna get there like i'm all for everything but it's you know maybe it's because what i do for a living people are always like well i want to be this and i'm like well here's the steps to get there and if those steps are plausible and seem doable or seem like something you want to do then we can talk about the end goal but as long as you guys have some common goals together in life and you can agree to that i think you'll be all right for sure Number 12, learn how to move on from arguments. Don't dwell, figure it out, get over it, and just let let things go. Um, obviously, if it's something severe, like... They ran up credit cards on you. Or someone something. cheated on you, your spouse cheated, or your boyfriend, girlfriend, then obviously that's something that you need to figure out if it's even worth if it's saving the relationship or moving on. Yeah. But life is too short to just hold... Um, things against each other that really don't matter and try to focus on what's really important in life and let everything else go. And I would say to most of you, 99% of the stuff doesn't matter. 99% of the stuff you're going to argue about doesn't mean anything. In the big picture, it's a drop in the bucket. You're going to argue about dumb shit. Outfits you wear, who did the dishes, who did or didn't do Like when I try to tell you to wear certain clothes, he like gets so... he. He's like, you're trying to control me. And I'm yep. just like, oh because my god! Because here's the example. What if... Now, let me... For the everybody listening, and there's a lot of you listening right now. And if you're a man, you're going to feel me. And if you're a female, you're going to be like, wow, you know what? He's got a point. And because I already know I do. Imagine a world where I came home and we we're going to go out somewhere. And I said, Heather, I don't want you to wear that. Here's the outfit you should wear. Would you be cool with that? No, but that's just the whole point of Thank being you. a male and a female. It's just you can't do that to females, but, okay, but we but, can uh, do it to you guys. <laughs> but yet if it's even, we're equal now, right? Everything's equal. Yeah. We're even partners. So it's cool. So let me, I just want to be crystal clear here for every dude listening. It's cool for your wife to tell you what to wear. But you're not into fashions. You're not into looking and shopping. And I always look fly. I always look good. You, you look good in your workout jeans. clothes. And a t-shirt's all Who needs. buys your jeans? Finally, I got you a new pair of jeans. Because they're like so some expensive. nice fitted ones. They're so much money. But 
I'm just saying, if I'm willing to take the time to shop and look for you, I, and I can make suggestions. If I showed up in some Brett Favre Wranglers and a white tee, I'll look just as fly as some All right, let's move on. <laughs> Number the 13. Of, the point I'm driving is you can't tell a dude what to wear. You can make nice suggestions. You don't go about it the right way, though. We've talked about this. You'll just lay some stuff out and be like, here's your options. I'm like, no, bro. That's not what we do. I've gotten way better. You, because I fought you. Forever. Yeah. Here's my point with that, with the learn how to move on from arguments. There's certain <laughs> arguments I'm willing to lose. We even... There's certain things that you're willing to do, and I'm just like, I'll give in. And there's certain places I'm willing to die. And in terms of clothes I wear, most of the time I'm willing to die on that mountain for the clothes. It's so annoying. Yeah. Like, even when we were hiking before, I was like, I really, you have all these free hats that are super nice hats. Yeah, like 100 hats. They're really cute. But I brought them all. I, I know, but I was like, I want to ruin. You need to wear these ones. And he, like, got so irritated that I was trying to tell him which no, hats no, 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 to no. wear. Here, again, we're lying. <laughs> Here's the truth. I, because you said it six times, and I told you three <laughs> times before that, Heather, the hat's in my bag. Heather, the hat's in my bag. That's you not listening. That's the communicating. What number is that? Three? You're not, you're not, you just weren't doing number three correctly. The point <laughs> is, you have to... <laughs> so dumb. You have to know when to lose arguments and then which ones you want to win. And for some reason, I'm willing to die on the clothes one. I just will. Because I don't want to be uncomfortable in my own skin. But the point is, certain arguments you can win and certain arguments you can lose. In my personal opinion, if you're a dude listening, lose all the little ones, bro. And then you just just win the big ones you really want. That would be my that would be my expert oh my advice. Gosh. It's got me this far. Okay. What are we at? I don't even know what number I'm on. Laugh it up. Ha ha ha. Number thirteen's laugh it up, which is so important. And I think for us, like sharing things, like funny stories. You, what well, this says rollerblading. <laughs> yeah. Why does it say rollerblade? <laughs> Hold we on. Roller, we don't rollerblade. What? I don't see where what is this, it the says Midwest that. in the 90s? Rollerblade? <laughs> Who are you, my mom? Stop. Okay. So things like sharing funny stories, maybe it was in the past or maybe it just happened or, you know, it's a funny show or a comedian and you can share a funny, like, joke, whether it's through social media to make each other laugh. Like, that's something that we do. No, we do. Mostly inappropriate. Or old photos or um, funny internet memes or videos to watch and laugh together. Um, I put, like, playing as adults. Like, if (laughs) that's why I had rollerblading. (laughs) No, I'm saying, like, if it's... It would be funny if we go rollerblading and take a photo of it. I'm saying if it's, like, jumping on the trampoline or things that you enjoyed doing as a kid that you can do as an adult together I think is super fun and it makes you be childlike and yeah. laugh together like crack the egg on the trampoline or going rollerblading <laughs> laugh it up is rollerblading that wouldn't have been in my notes but yes I agree with you uh yeah we don't laugh enough as adults for sure yours is tell dirty jokes or something like that why well, just say inappropriate which makes me laugh but yeah. Well, because you ask a question and I'll <laughs> reply with something that's disgusting that has nothing to do with it, but that's just how I'm wired. I, I don't laugh as much as like a normal person, I don't think. I thought about that the other day. I'm like, I don't think I do. Like, I like really crack up laugh, like cry laughing. But when you do have a laughing attack, like you do. I know. And she uses hard. super inappropriate stuff. That's what I think is funny. Um, but yeah, laughing is important as a, as a team, too. Uh, number 14. Stop obsessing over who wins. Boom. 
I just talked about that. We're both really competitive, so this is something that we have to work on because um, we both like to win and be winners, not losers. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like Michael Jordan. I'm not going to like do everything to kill you, but I am I am a winner. But though. like, what I'll do is... You cheat, though. Like, you'll cheat it's like, we'll try to one-up each other, and then I try to always... Like, you always try to argue and make your point, and then I try to do... And make my point of the argument, and then sometimes I'll put the blame always back on you. Like You'll it's, cheat at like mini golf, like you would cheat. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah, uh, obsessing over who wins. It's a, your show note. This first of all, everybody watching on YouTube, look at my face. She has notes here that say "stop being competitive," and she's the person who cheats at mini golf. Like, bro, you cheat at mini golf. You cheated at cracker. I knew decks. you'd bring that up, but well, who does that? Like, people think I'm a killer. Like, who cheats at mini golf? It's the like, point like, is, is treat, like treat your partner as, like, your best friend, how yeah. you treat your best friend. And if they're better at you at mini golf, like I clearly am, don't try to cheat them out of it. Like, there's things that you're better at me at. Yeah, I a lot. I can't think of any of them, but... Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> there's, like, a long list. Do you want me to start going there? Is there any? Snowboarding, <laughs> wakeboarding, <laughs> soccer... I don't know about soccer, but... Hiking. <laughs> hiking. <laughs> better at hiking. Um, you're slow. <sighs> Who beat your see? ass on the Grand Canyon? Heather did. And see, here's the point, you guys. I just let her talk, and that's number 14, is stop obsessing over who wins and stop being competitive, and she just rattled off 10 things that she wants to crush me at. See? Heather's going to highlight number 14 and take it home with her when she goes. Okay, um, <laughs> number 15. Stay in tune with your self-care. Treat yourself. So. Where's it? Again, like respecting each other with their own self-care needs, whether it's like a spa day for me, which I haven't had in forever. Um, like getting a facial would be great. <laughs> COVID facial? Yes. Um, a, a massage, either doing it together or separate. Um, meditate, you know, giving making sure that you're doing that and recognizing what you need to do for yourself to be a better partner and just just a better person overall. So anything relaxing, different activities that you can do together or separately, um, going for a walk, having just respecting like Jeremy needs his guy time, I need my girl time, girls night out, your girls trip. Their process and your right. process together for sure. I think those are important. And it really adds to your relationship and can strengthen it and maybe you're the type of couple who gives each other massages we do not do that. we used to back That's in the day so much, so much work. <laughs> now we just like i'll do like the tim tam on you or something with their gun but yeah. i'm not gonna i'm not doing a full That's too neither much. am i it's like we'll pay someone for that <laughs> That's you know, it's too hard uh but that matters number five, uh, 16 pay attention to the little things because the little things are really everything. They're the big things. So focus on like sweet little gestures or um, the personality traits that you really appreciate about your partner. Um, really what made you fall in love with them in the first place and how you can support one another because they are your best friend. And like a little gesture that you're really good at is always getting me coffee from our little local corner coffee shop 
you're really good about surprising me with that. I don't even have to ask or like a pastry from the the bakery. Um, it's I'm really good at planning our trips and adventures, but you also will be like, hey, let's when it when it's normal. <laughs> Yes. You, you would be like, let's go to this restaurant next week. I really want to try this restaurant. And so even you mentioning that, because guys aren't planners typically, but having you bring it up and and suggesting a place and being specific where I don't have to make the decision and I can get excited about it, that's huge. Um, and I think women need to be be just appreciative of when their spouse does something like that or hey Heather I really want to go hiking or rent a cabin up north or whatever it is it's paying attention to those little things that really can help your relationship well yeah I think it's understanding like buying me flowers yeah you're really good at that well yeah and again you guys don't gotta you can do the grocery store flowers a, because you're already there, and they're cheap, and they're just as nice, and nobody cares. Again, it's the gesture that counts. You don't got to spend no 80 bucks on no crazy flowers. Get yourself like some $10 at Fry's. They make good stuff. They have nice little roses there, whatever. I know for you, it's like me running errands for you, whether it's like taking your car into the car shop or... It's just making the other person's life easier Yeah, like that's like kind that. of your love language, right? because yeah, I don't need... What do I want to mold? I don't need I don't need other stuff. Like most things I can do myself, but things that can make my life easier. How can you be a, a helpful partner? Well, and I would say this when it's the little things, like it's your daily life. And I think a lot of people focus on like, okay, these big trips and these big events and these big things. And that Fancy. Stuff's, that's yeah. super cool. And that's important too. But I would rather have somebody who makes my normal life better and your what I day-to-day mean, life yes because that's a bulk of what mm-hmm. your life is like the person who whether they you know pick something up after you or they grab something for you or they do something for you or you communicate as a team like these little small things that it, mm-hmm. maybe you don't even notice now and if your husband or wife was to like you know god forbid pass away or like not be here you'd be like holy shit they did all these things and i noticed that stuff where i was like if you drop dead tomorrow i'd be like how do I even like turn this thing on or like how do I even do this or like who do yeah. I even contact like there'd be so many things like I would just have to like sell the house because I'm like I can't take care of all this stuff <laughs> like I wouldn't do it like again because I'm I don't do that stuff and I'm like those are little things that I notice I might not say thank you all the time but I'm like it's just kind of like you assume that role like I assume a certain role with you know our advisors and CPAs whatever like we all have our little roles those are little things I do mm-hmm. and those are little things you do that make our unit kind of work and then on top of all like the nice things like kissing each other goodnight and saying I love you and all that stuff too like yeah those are the things that matter more than hey here's a car about you or something like yeah that's super cool too but that's like a one-time and I think it's hard with social media too especially for our generation it's like you get so distracted by all the fancy lifestyles and the things that people relationships and how you know, extravagant their life is. And really deep down, it's it's not that important. What's important is how you treat each other and, again, how you help each other out and the little things that you do for each other. So. Yeah, I'll say this really quick before we go to the last one. Like, the things that matter the most to me that, like, you do will never make it on social media. 
they'll never make it on the podcast. Like they'll never be things people see because that's those are the highlight real shit is important, but it doesn't matter to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not why you're with somebody. Like yeah. does that make sense? Like most people, I think you need to understand. Like when you're sharing things of your husband and wife on the internet, that's not for that person. I know it's for the rest of the world to see, which is fine. I'm all for people sharing happy, nice things, and it's yeah. great. But the the things that I really do of why you're with me aren't things that you're going to post on an email or right. a podcast or something like those are the little things that never get mentioned that people don't see that that matter the most more than anything else. I agree. And like we also have chosen over the years to really just like for your Instagram, your social media channels, you strictly it's for the most part just business life. You never show a lot of like our home lifestyle, our personal relationship, which I appreciate too because too I think, many creeps out there. Yeah, and we just want to protect that. And the podcast is a huge step for me, just being more open and sharing more of our life um, because I feel like certain things that we've gone through, we can help other people. And for we've sure. both have chosen this as our outlet for um, providing more of a insight into who we are and who we are as a couple. Um, but I don't like showing a lot. I show enough on my Instagram and I don't need to show everything. I don't want people to know what I'm doing 24 seven and what we are doing. Like even when we're on a date night, it's like, yeah, every now and then it's great. Like you're at this fancy restaurant or whatnot, or you're at a hotel in a normal world. But there's too many (laughs) creeps out there. Too much. Yeah, it's just so it's what works for you setting those boundaries and understanding and respecting each other's level of comfort yeah. with that. And just know the little stuff you do that you don't think matters are the biggest things that matter yeah. the most. Last one, super quick. We've talked about before. Just give each other your space. We do this well. Yeah. We I both. don't have a problem like I am who I am. So I have my process, you have your process. I don't mess with yours. You typically don't mess with mine. Like, if you want to go out with your girlfriends in a normal setting and you're going to go take a trip, like, you don't have to call me, yeah. like, ten times. And I love that I about don't care. our relationship. I'm not worried about you meeting some other dude. Well, like, and it's, it's like, again, it goes back to trust, and we need our alone time. And we both have that personality trait where we we get energized by being alone. Even just me going on a hike by myself sometimes, it just is like... I just want to be alone and it's so healthy or yeah, going on a trip or having a girl's night or you having a guy's night to watch sports. It's like you, you need that. Yeah. Um, even when we're on a stuff together, like you still have the stuff that you do mm-hmm. and the stuff that I do. Like I, we don't, we don't have to go to bed at the exact same time. We don't have to eat at the exact, like we don't have to do everything exactly the same. We might have our own little idiosyncrasies and I think that's healthy and normal. Mm-hmm. And you have to know that because otherwise, like if you're together all the time or feel like you have this, you can lose yourself. This weird codependency. Like, yeah. it me out. like no offense, but I know it doesn't work for no. us. So we need to be we, separation. We, we, it makes us like each other more. Yeah. It makes you really just get excited to be together again. Yeah. So uh, that's all 17. So hopefully, hopefully it was helpful. Yeah. Again, this is how we navigated it. And again, we're just like you guys. We take it one day. At a time. Learning a lot. Yes. (laughs) Hopefully all of you are as well. So again, you guys any requests, questions, anything, hit me up. uh, Shoot a message. We're happy to record it or get to it if we can. 
If you guys are on iTunes right now, stop. Do not be a lazy ass. Go to your podcast app, scroll your finger all the way down, drop it a five-star, leave a couple comments, would appreciate it, or share it with a friend or fan member who maybe wants some relationship tips from some crazy kids who've been together for about 12 years-ish, give or take. We haven't killed each other yet, so... Hey, I think we're on the right track. Nothing else we've done so far. So, um, other than that, uh, I'll drop a couple episodes this week. But if you guys need anything, always just reach out. So, Heather, as always, thank you. Thank you, guys. And uh, if you guys are on YouTube, uh, thank you for watching. If not, make sure you guys head over there. It's just Jeremy Scott Fitness on YouTube. Subscribe. About 1,300 videos all for free, including all the podcasts as well. So... Until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.